You are now tuned in to Built to Quit, a podcast where I talk with and dig into the stories of Black entrepreneurs and their journey to full-time entrepreneurship. Be sure to tap in every other week to hear distinct perspectives and lessons learned from Black entrepreneurs who created a blueprint and business that allowed them to leave their nine to five, but in a way that worked for them, their family, and their finances. And now for this week's episode. Hey, good people. Thanks for tapping into this week's episode of Built to Quit. Today, I am rolling solo once again. I promise y'all we're going to have some guests coming in, um, but y'all going to hear from me again today. So um, one question I get asked a lot is what were some of the things I did to prepare for me leaving my nine to five? So I want to just highlight seven things because y'all know seven of them are completion. Um, Seven things I did before I quit my job that I think really, really helped set the tone and best prepare me for the transition from leaving the nine to five into working for myself. So the first thing I did before I quit, uh, number one would be I became more in tune with my personal and business finances. I knew a year or two out that I would be quitting. And so I knew that I had to better manage my money. I had to get smarter. I had to be a better steward. I had to save. I'm going to be very honest, y'all. When I quit my job, I had less than $5,000 in savings, but I did not have a lot of debt. And I was prepared because my relationship with money had just improved so much. So I would definitely say if you're thinking about it a year or or two out, you know, start thinking about your personal finances. Look at your budget. Look and see what things you need to trim down. Um, I got rid of things that were unnecessary. Still got my hair and nails done because that's necessary for me. It's self-care. But, you know, maybe I stopped eating out as much or wasn't hanging and spending as much money shopping. So definitely, definitely check in with your personal finances. Um, I also started planning for my business finances. So I had a general idea of what my business expenses would look like. And so I started to put that money away. So the good thing is because of working from home, right, I don't have a lot of overhead, but I did have email expense for Google. I did have an expense for my website hosting. So if you can, as you're doing research around what's needed to run your business, even expenses you'll need to pay to start your business. I'm talking about like your state filing paperwork. Go ahead and start putting that money aside. Don't wait until you actually start your business. The second thing I did, I started working on my brand ethos. So people love to talk about brand strategy Um, And that's important, like logo and colors is cute, but that wasn't a priority for me. It was more of like, how did I want my brand to show up and how did I want to connect with my ideal audience? So I knew that I didn't want to work with individuals. I wanted to work with companies, brands, nonprofits. And so it was important that I created a brand messaging, tone, processes, um, even look and feel that would resonate with my ideal audiences. So be thinking about, you know, what you want your brand to look and feel like. What's the experience when people come to your website? Is it going to be, you know, flashy with a lot of color? Do you want something more chic because you want to cater to a more higher end clientele? Those are things I really did spend time with before I quit my job. The third thing I did was I was marketing long before I quit. So I shared with you all in the previous episode that I'd actually had clients before I quit my full-time job. So what that meant was I had to actually be out marketing. I was on social media. I was telling people, hey, I'm looking to take up, you know, this type of work, looking for these type of clients. And so I definitely would say start marketing. Do not wait until you quit because then you'll kind of be behind instead of ahead. Um, Because I started marketing before, I was also able to secure two clients before I quit. So it made it easier to transition 
when that nine to five paycheck stopped hitting, it was okay because at that point I'd already sent out one or two invoices. So again, be thinking about how you want to market, who you want to market to, um, but don't wait until you quit and then just kind of, you know, hit go then. Fourth thing I did, I made sure my business was legit, y'all. So I had already filed paperwork. I had my EIN number, which is required by the IRS. I had also completed my paperwork through the state of Maryland. My business is registered in Maryland. So I went ahead and completed my my business um, trade uh, documents. And I had already secured my domain. So, you know, do a quick search. You know, be thinking about your business name. But make sure it's available state, locally, as well as federally. So those are two things that were extremely important. Get your business affairs in order. Um, number five, believe it or not, I actually set some entrepreneurial goals for myself. I'm going to spend a little bit of time here because I think this is extremely important. So what I said, what I mean by when I say I set entrepreneurial goals for myself is I wanted to make sure that I didn't spend my first year, my second year, or my third year in business, just like spinning my wheels, right? I didn't want to feel like I was just kind of just going in circles. And so I actually set a profit goal and a revenue goal, profit, revenue, very two different things, um, for each year of my business. I am giving myself, I'm being transparent, I'm giving myself three years to build a profitable, sustainable company. That is my personal goal. Um, It's because one, I want to make sure that like, if I'm going to be in business, I'm actually in business, it's working, it makes sense. Um, If I feel like I come into, I hit a couple of walls and things aren't working out after year three, then I can reassess, figure out. Is this what I want to really do? Do I want to continue? Do I want to give myself more time? Or I may just be like, you know what? I'm going to head back into the work, the workspace and be okay with that. But definitely think about what, you know, your goals will be for yourself and for your business. Um, you can also just, you know, think of things outside of profit and making money or revenue. You can think about maybe one year one, you offer one or two services, maybe year two and three, you want to offer three or four, right? So we're talking about scaling. Um, Oftentimes we talk about find your niche. I mean, I think it's cool. You should have a niche at some point, but honestly, sometimes when you're starting out, depending on your business type, you may not know what that one thing is that you're really, really good at. And so that's okay. So again, think about goals, think about timeline. You want to make sure you're constantly building and not going in circles. Number six, um, I gave my company 30 days notice. So I would say, you know, plan ahead, kind of have an idea for when you want to quit, be strategic. Um, I knew I had a bonus coming. I knew um, I wanted to make sure that my team who I really, really enjoyed working with, I had some great employees. I want to make sure they were set. I wanted to make sure my client was in a good space. I don't believe in burning bridges. And so, you know, God forbid I had to go back there. At least I left on a good note. But the 30 days was more really about me. I wanted to make sure I had two paychecks coming after I quit or before I quit. So I had two before I quit and then I had additional one with the bonus. So just be strategic. Um, I saved up a lot of my PTO, paid time off. So I made sure that when I left, I had my bonus, I had another paycheck, but I also had, I think about almost three weeks of vacation time. That's also cash. So one thing we know is that as an entrepreneur, you're always strapped for cash. So how do we make it easy for ourselves? Again, I didn't have a whole lot of money in savings. I didn't have a loan from my parents. I didn't, you know, there was no funding from a a, a VC. It was really just me stepping out. And so I had to just make sure I pulled from all areas and all resources that I had access to, which was, again, knowing I had paychecks, knowing I had um, leave. And then my nest egg personally was my 401k. So we can have that conversation another time. Some folks may disagree, but again, you know, part of being entrepreneur is taking risk um, and knowing that, you know, cash is, is something that, you know, doesn't come easy. And so um, again, I just evaluated my complete financial 
parts of my life aspects um, and made decisions around that. Again, I knew I had leave, I had paychecks, I had a bonus. And so that gave me enough financial confidence to know that at least for the first two to three months, I would be okay. So um, again, just be thinking, be strategic around when you want to make your exit. Um, The last thing I did, number seven, I started telling my friends. I started really socializing in my community that I was thinking about making the transition. I had been saying, y'all, I've been talking about it for so long. I want to do it. Um, Some of my friends were like, girl, just do it. Like, take the leap. If not now, when? And that really stuck with me. Some of my friends were like, girl, not yet. You know, save some more. Um, You know, people told me, you know, use your full-time job as your investment in your business, and that's cool. But I was tired. Like, I was tired of of working both. I was tired of trying to run my company and work for somebody else's company. I'm in between meetings, trying to multitask, trying to do my own client work. It was a mess. And so, um, you know, I found the more people I told, even though I had friends and family that just thought maybe it wasn't the right time, I had just as mo- just as many who th- thought it was just the right time for me. So I would just say, you know, talk to your community. You're going to need your, your friends and family. And even though some folks may not agree with your decision, it's just good to get their insight, right? Sit with it all. And they then you make the best informed decision for you. Um, again, one thing I recognize is that entrepreneurship is not for everybody. Working for yourself is not for everybody. And that's okay. But I'm assuming if you're tapped into this podcast, you're probably thinking about it. So again, just want to offer that as another, another thought to consider before quitting your job. So um, these are just a few things that I did. There's there's so many more things I've, I've I did after um, that I think uh, definitely helped keep me more prepared as my business grew. So I'll talk about that and share more about that later. Um, but I do know that you know these seven um, considerations definitely made it easier for me to quit. Doesn't mean it wasn't easy. Just made it a lot easier. So I hope this helps you. Um, you know, if, if hopefully one or two things resonate that I mentioned and they just inspire you and encourage you to take the leap. If you feel like your time is now, you know, again, just think through, you know, are you good with managing money? Cause you don't want to jack up your business finances, right? Have you given thought to your company values, how you want to show up? Have you started marketing? Um, you know, do more than create a social media page, but actually start thinking about pricing and positioning and where you want to market and who you want to market to. I always um, tell people when they say they have a business, I always ask them, like, what's your business name? Are you registered? As you grow and you scale, people are going to want to know, are they doing business with an actual business owner? So, you know, cover your own self by making sure you have your EIN and your business registered with your state. Setting goals is something that I'm going to continue to, like, harp on. It's so important. I set them again for myself for three years, but I also now have quarterly goals. So just be thinking about what are those mile markers that you want to achieve while you're on this journey um, before you hit the journey. And that way, again, you can also be just kind of measuring and making sure that what you're doing is working. And if not, it will help you to shift. Um, Lastly, you know, talk to your friends, talk to your circles in your community. You know, ideally, you know, you should have some friends or people you can connect to that maybe you're already out here in the entrepreneurial space. It makes your life a lot easier when you have people that can really uh, resonate and connect to where you are. It's not an easy decision, but it's one that, you know, you can make. So may you be inspired to know if this is what you want, that you too can quit and you'll be okay. Until next time. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, there are a few things I'd love for you to do. Subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, but most importantly, share it with your community. Thank you again for listening, and remember, you were built for this.